0: Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap
2: Podcast. Hello, hello,
0: hello. Welcome
2: to the Quick Snap College Podcast. Um, obviously, it's myself, Brett. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, we've also got Matt, how are you doing? Hello. And uh, with the NFL Draft coming up, we've had a lot of draft previews, and we've had a lot of marks, but we wanted to take some time to look ahead to next year, and we wanted to take a look ahead with a college player so introducing the newest addition to the arizona state running back room Cameron scatter how you doing
3: i'm doing great man just excited to be here and talking to you guys is pretty cool so i know am doing the great the power
2: of zoom the, the power of technology ain't that right um so you are a true junior you transferred this off season from sac state to uh arizona state what's that process like because in this country we don't really have like a transfer system we just leave universities and then just join again so what's that process like just uh um, i mean
3: a bit. um i entered the portal from sacramento state and within days i was in contact with other colleges Um i actually entered when school was in session in between sessions so we have two semesters here in Uh, Sacramento state was a semester school. So every I I entered in the middle of the school year, which I wasn't in school. So I was able to get lucky and enroll the next semester at this school. Um, but I mean, it's pretty simple process. You just go enter the transfer portal, go through the school and tell them basically you want to transfer, they get all your, all your, um, transcripts and everything sent over to the school you're looking to go to. And then the process is pretty simple. They just accept you. And. Can't play ball. Yeah, Um, not too complicated.
2: Yeah, it's just the fact that we not we don't have like in the UK, American football isn't that big of a sport. Yeah, it's.
1: I mean, college football and like you've then got sort of regional football. You can play for both teams. Like you can play for pretty much whoever. So obviously, with the sport being American football, is completely different. Obviously, the big time. Is over there so it's you don't really get to see that side of things sort of from the uk if you know what i mean
3: yeah i mean i've been growing up football my whole life so it's kind of normal to me um i, I can't really tell what it looks like from the outside in but um i can see where you guys are coming from definitely being across the world and trying to trying to see what what's going on over here so
1: it's a lot of Twitter threads so me and Brett's Twitter is literally just like look what's going on in in like the college football look look what's going on in the NFL and stuff like that it's so hard to try and keep up like obviously with it being the opposite side I mean when we're watching what 425 games it's like the end of midnight and then obviously the Sunday night games 115 so it's a completely different like it's completely different over here to what it is obviously over in America but it makes it all fun to be honest. I mean, we come home Saturday and college football is on t v and it's absolutely like it's just Sunday night of football football football
3: so i I love it like that to be honest, yeah I mean that would be i would i would, I would see that pretty cool too if you guys if you stay up late and hang out with the boys you get it to, <laughs> to, exactly, to relax and watch football not not many people out here can wait till midnight to watch a football game and be able to hang out late and uh usually everything's out done by 10 o'clock out here. So I, was gonna say, uh, I, that, I honestly, that'd be pretty cool for me to even sit, sit and watch cause I'm a late night guy. So that'd be pretty that's cool for me. Well, that's the thing. Bad. I mean,
1: I'm sat there uh, like we're texting at 11 o'clock at night. Like, are you watching the game sort of thing? Like we've got multiple screens set up and everything. It's just like, <laughs> it's just sport. It's just good. Like if you ask my missy, she's like, oh, there's more sport on, what's going on sort of thing. And I'm just like, dude, you gotta, you got to love it. It's not, it's just good. It's just, it's how people are, aren't they? People love sport. They love, it's everyone's niche. So, and unfortunately for the missus, it's football.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the good news is as well, uh, you're out in uh, Tempe, Arizona. So you're in the uh, Pac-12. So it's always late night football for us in the UK was it always american football is there any other like sport and interest for you was like soccer or uh
3: i was um, really good at baseball um growing up i was really good at baseball Uh, i caught i I played catcher my whole life and then uh late in my my high school my junior year in my high school years i moved to center field because playing catcher and playing football as physical as i do my knees were getting beat up my hips were getting beat up so being squatted down in a catcher stance wasn't, wasn't the best for my ability, but I moved, to I moved to center field and then, um, I was getting some good looks, um, getting checked out by some colleges, whatever. But, um, the biggest thing was COVID hit and I, I got my senior year taken away from baseball. So I kind of then realized, okay, football is the passion I got to take because, um, I mean that's that's what it allowed me to I I was allowed to play football my senior year so I was allowed to take that to another level and then I mean if people ask me all the time like I love baseball more than I loved football at one point um now that I'm in the college world but I obviously love it more but back back when I was growing up baseball was kind of the sport I loved a little bit more just cuz it's not as hard on, hard on your body I was really good at it still um and I mean baseball I love baseball for sure growing up I played basketball here and there but I mean I'm 5'10 220 pounds basketball's not for me <laughs> <My> <laughs> I go play pickup um, at the gym that's it
2: I was gonna say because you was uh, talking about your COVID, the COVID year what was that because what was that like for you in terms of you've got your recruits inside for, um, for your colleges. Cause then in the offseat, in that sp- uh, summer, you went to Sac State, but they didn't play a football. What, what did you.
3: So like make in it high of? school, in high school, I played, uh, my senior year and then, um, I got hurt my fourth game, my senior year, um, in my shoulder. So I didn't have the best year. Um, so, I had my only scholarship offer to Sacramento State, and as soon as I got hurt, I committed. I was like, there's an opportunity. I can't let it go. Uh, the coaches that <laughs> recruited me didn't know I got hurt because I played through the injury, but I wasn't the same player. Um, but, I mean, it sooner or later went away. By the time I got to college, I think, being, I think COVID was probably the best thing for my shoulder, um, being able to rebuild the strength around it and rehab it throughout that process was actually kind of big Um, because then once I got there, the coaches understood and they knew we had time once COVID hit, they knew we had time to make sure everything was all right. So, I mean, COVID worked in my best interest because I got to develop as a player for a whole year without ruining an eligibility year. So that was probably a a big thing for a lot of freshmen that went into colleges during COVID. So that, that COVID was definitely a, a downfall, but a good a good point too as well for a lot of college athletes. Gonna say, That's the thing this... with
1: it being such a physical game as well. Obviously, you can go in, you can learn the system before you've even gone out and stepped foot onto a field. So it kind of helps you obviously learn the playbook and everything, not have to worry about going out there making like rookie mistakes because you've already like gone through it with the coaches and stuff like that before you even like stood on the field, don't you? So it does kind of. It's a positive and a negative at the same time. That's the thing. But if it's helped, especially with the injury, if it's helped that, it's it. Sometimes it's the best thing for it, isn't it? It, I mean, you're never going to get that again, probably in our lifetime. So you never know. It could have. It could well have just worked in your sort of favour and thought, actually, do you know what? I've got this opportunity. I'm going to go take it are now fully fit and now you've sort of you've earned your transfer port like you transfer to a bigger college and able to get on the rear, on the box of potentially an NFL team. So in hindsight it's a beautiful thing, isn't it really?
3: Yeah, I mean well also another thing is it it showed who, who wanted to play college football, who wanted to continue playing the sport they loved. Mm-hmm. I mean, during COVID guys fell out, guys kept going you chose, you chose if it was really for you or not. So, I mean, I give it a big props because I, during COVID, I really thought it's just what I want to do for the rest of my life. Not playing a full football game for a whole year. It it gets, it's hard on you just constantly practicing and constantly working out and not, not being able to see the field. It definitely hit a lot of athletes and all at all ages, wondering if they really wanted to play because you get a lot of time off, you know, during COVID, you got to do what you wanted for a whole year. Thing. It's a
1: mental game, isn't it? You've got to think it's all in your head. It's you versus you. And you've kind of got to think, I'm putting all the work in. I'm going into the gym. I'm getting everything done. I'm trying to get as fit as possible. But I'm not able to go out and I'm not able to do what I enjoy. And I think everyone, even from obviously athletes side of things, it's, it's hard, even from sort of, me and Brett sitting in a, like in our own bedrooms and stuff where we everyone's in their own heads. And it's like, when you're not doing something that you enjoy, like for me, I'm always in the gym and it's like, you get something taken away from you, that moment you walk back into it, it's a completely different, you walk in and it's just a massive relief that comes over you and you, you go back into it and before you know it, you're walking straight through like, like it never sort of left.
3: Yep, 100%.
2: I was gonna say we do go out and we do touch grass, we promise. We're not like just sticking our bedrooms every day. I
3: I love my bedroom. I go to football uh, practice, I go to school, and I come back to my bedroom. This is what I, I love. I mean, I got my PlayStation here, I got my monitor. That's all I need. I play games all the time. Um What's your
2: favorite game, just as a side note.
3: Uh right now, I think my number one's two K. I'm a big <laughs> I was never I was never able to play it when I in real life so i'm actually really good at it on on so the conference So, so
1: you're about seven foot on the game so you can just dunk on everyone basically <laughs> six nine six
3: nine lebron <laughs> on the on the game so it's it's fun to just be able to play it and not have to worry about going hurt myself playing it outside and looking dumb that's, at the same time
1: that's the thing i mean obviously you're out practicing every day you're in the gym i'm getting Actually, go to classes and stuff. Realistically, you've got to take time for your body to sort of recover, and you? I mean, it's as much about the recovery as it is about sort of going onto the field and stuff, isn't it? Obviously, I'm guessing you've got ice baths and and all that kind of t- technology to help you recover, so you can. I mean, I've seen people sit there in the other um, recovery boots and stuff like that, and just just chill, and they're actively recovering without having I mean, to do anything. So. It's the best week for it.
3: Yeah, recovery is a big thing. You you take in all the stuff that you go through during football. It's like, if you're not putting as much recovery as you're putting time into the sport, your body's never going to be able to handle it. So, I mean, the guys that are, especially because as, phys- as physical as I am, I mean, I, I have no choice but to recover. I'm going to be sore the rest of my life. So, that's a big part.
2: Physicality, like they come it comes through on the stats i mean in 2021 you your first year it was like you got 9.12 yards per carry it was just it just seemed like you were wrecking people on the football field and you said it yourself on uh during your spring game uh, after your practice it was you're just here to bowl people over and it just seemed like every single uh, gold jersey was just trying to tackle you down and you just didn't know <laughs> whatever happened.
1: I was watching some highlights earlier on and there's one where you literally just, it's almost like the guy, he just looks at you and he just straight out out of the picture. It's just incredible to see. I I mean, you don't see it as often, well, you see it quite often in the the UK game when we're playing, because obviously, I mean, everyone sort of goes to a nine to five job and then plays. So when you've got someone that's physical, you really like the difference between the players are, phenomenal and you made him look like it was just a normal sort of guy that doesn't practice whereas
2: you just go <laughs> I mean last year as well what a year the awards just flooded in for you big sky offensive player of the year you had you was second team all American from stats perform uh you was Africa second team all American you was AP third team all American first team all big sky what was 2022, like with the Hornets, going 11 and 0, you was going undefeated. You were the number two team in the nation according to stats. What was that like for you?
3: I mean, being at Sac was a really good decision I made. Um, those guys, we all had a really good connection. Um, my old coach at Sacramento State, the running back coach, their coach Agnew, he always he always set a standard of we don't make personal goals. Um, so, I've kind of been like that my whole life. Is win the football game no matter what if you have 50 rushing yards or if you have 250 um you got to win the football game it doesn't matter if you're if you're on a one in 10 team and you're playing really well you're not going to get looked at it's just you don't win football games you're not a winner and it's not i wouldn't say everyone's like that but i mean i've lost three collegiate games in my entire in my entire start every time every since i've started so Um, I'm I'm like 20 something and two or three as a, as a starting running back in in college. So I know a lot of people don't see that. And a lot of people don't look at it, but I like to win football games and I'm going to do anything I can to win the football game. That's, I think that's a big takeaway of kind of why they like me here is the competitiveness that I bring and like the energy to the other kids. Like you ain't going to win if you're in competitive and at SAC, they weren't as competitive the year before, so when I got there, I kind of brought a little bit with me saying, we're going to win football. I mean, they won They won without me, but we won a lot with me as well. So, I mean, I like to win. That's that's the biggest thing with me, so I'm yeah. going to do my part.
1: That's the thing. I mean, what, it's a 52-man roster. You need that sort of mentality down from 1 through to 52. Like, if you're all on the same page, you've got the end goal to, to sort of work towards whereas obviously in some places it's oh no I want to I want to do it my way sort of thing whereas obviously part of being a team is everyone buys into that same sort of aspect of it which obviously clearly played out last season so and obviously if you're bringing I mean over here you hear sort of oh he's always he's good in the changing room and stuff like that and if you stand out and you're, you're a leader you're always to get looked at no matter
2: what sort of thing. A good Yeah, that was the biggest thing is what some
3: people say. Sorry,
2: what yeah. a good locker room guy. Yeah, that's the one. That's
3: country. the one. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh that's that's a big turnaround from coming here. You when you move schools, especially me, let's be real, white white, white running back, people don't people don't see it often, and they're like, Okay, well, the respect factor in the locker room is low for for me as a as an incoming guy um so when i came here you just have to work you work and work and work and you can't quite be the leader you want to be yet until you get that respect so going through these five weeks of practice and seeing people showing people that i can play football and i like to win that i'm competitive and that i'm a leader without being vocal now that i've earned that respect factor in the locker room and on the field with the coaches and everything that's when your vocal side comes out and you're able to you be that leader you've always been through your whole life because you've had respect. And now that I have a little bit more respect than when I first got here, probably shocked 80% of the roster on what I could do with the football. <clears throat> that's when you, you become a leader. And that's when your energy starts to pan off on other people, your work, where mm-hmm. your work ethic and the way you like to win and be competitive.
2: Yeah. I was going to say that unspoken leadership, i think is the most important aspect because if people see that you can leave without saying words they'll follow you wherever you go if you do say those words and i think that's probably the most important part of essentially having a locker room on your side so yeah it's nice It's, it's refreshing to hear that of like your experience in the locker room and how that you've had two different um like teams locker rooms you've had sac state and you've got arizona state and now you've um essentially like built your leadership throughout those two uh locker rooms so i mean
3: yeah and there's there's another thing too like guys when guys start to earn respect Mm -hmm. you you'll have the guys i would say more like me the ones that take the leadership and run with it and don't take advantage of it the other guys or they they take advantage of it. The other guys don't take advantage of it, or they do too much to where the fact that they turn into pricks, you don't, you don't want those guys. You don't want those guys in your locker room anymore because they gain their respect that they're good. And then they become people you don't want on your football team, bad leaders. So. Do you
1: you want a leader that sort of, speaks for the team rather than speaks for himself even though he's top of the team so i yeah i agree with that
3: yeah so that there's a there's a lot that goes into the game but um Mm -hmm. i think now that i'm a little bit settled in we're 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 starting to get our roster built i think it's going to be fun for sure
2: yeah i was going to say because this year you've got um and a lot has been made of this you've got kenny dillingham as your head coach who is it's been widely remarked by media across both sides of the that he is the youngest coach in the uh, fbs system he's age 32. what was that like entering his system is he like a fun coach is he um really is he just give us an insight into the mind of kelly Dillard. i mean he's one of
3: us he's 32 years old i mean he's been coached since he was 17. um there's guys he i mean He was coaching a college offense at the age of 27. I mean, what the oldest quarterback this year was 29 in college football. So the quarterback, the quarterback could be older than your coach. So, I mean, uh, there's like plenty of, there's plenty of guys out there that are so old in the college football world. With him being young and being able to still have that respect factor that not only is he three years older than me, but he's respected and he's the coach. I think that's a big thing. So he's, he's the players see him as one of the one of the, as an athlete. We can talk to him whenever, we can do whatever we can to get on the field, we talk to him how we feel and everything. But we still have that coaching respect for him. We still respect him as if he was a 65-year-old head coach that's been winning games for 30 years because we we know what he can do he wins games he scores a lot of points so I mean he's he's been at all successful programs and I mean he's the I mean he's one of my better coaches I've ever had so um even though he's so young I think he's got a good head on his shoulders he knows what he's doing and I think it it buys into his favor that he is young and that he can relate with the guys that are a little older and also young because he's grown up in the same time zone as us and understand how the how the kids nowadays get coached how they can be coached and how not to coach a guy so that's another thing with the older guys you the older coaches they grew up back in the day and back in the day was rough hard nose beat you into the ground don't care how you feel
2: oklahoma yeah so mean.
3: now yeah it's different so it's it's good having him for sure
1: With his philosophy as well, I happened to do a little bit of research and saw an interview, and he's very much into sort of throwing the running backs the ball. So, has that changed your skill sets a bit? Like, have you been doing more sort of receiver drills to to sort of come out the the field, catch the ball, and then go through that? Or has it just been,
3: do what you do, just catch the ball and just, (laughs) just go? i mean i've always been able to catch the ball my dad grew up as a receiver i mean he's six five he's a six five dude that has big hands he's always been able he's been he's really athletic he can catch the ball so that's been preached my whole life i've been catching the ball and everything i didn't do it much in high school or when i was younger but i mean it's just the athletic trait i've had just through my pops and him being able to catch the rock he kind of forced us to learn how to do it and now it's kind of just a natural natural thing with most running backs it's not natural to catch the football you take the ball and you run that's that's a lot of backs especially coming out of high school is if you don't throw to your running back they're either running or blocking so i think it's especially now's game now now today's game it's changed a lot Yeah,
1: it's the a lot of backs are catching the ball to...
3: yeah uh dillingham throws the ball to the running back a lot i mean in our spring game i probably had both targets and i I had only 40 catches at sack, if that, 30-something catches. So, I mean, I, I played a half of football in our spring game, and I had more targets in one game than than I did half of the season. So, I mean, it's it's going to be fun to be able to even it out and show the skill set of both sides of my game. But it's definitely been something I just constantly have been working on. I mean, my drills don't change. I just continue to work at whatever coaches give me.
2: If you're interested, last year it was 31 receptions, um, for Sac State. So it's it seems like uh, Kenny is doing um a lot of different uh place like a very different play style. So he's getting you into the wide receiver role, maybe maybe like Debo Samuel wide back. Who knows?
3: Yeah, he's. I mean, he does a good good job with all of our backs. We have our offensive coordinator, Bo Baldwin. Um, I played against with him. Played against him in FCS. Um, he was a head coach at Cal Poly. I played against him, and I saw what his offense was about. I saw he could, even with without the weapons, the weapons he didn't have, he still made something happen. So now being here, the weapons he has, it's going his offense is going to be dangerous with those two, with Coach Dillingham and Coach Bo mixing their offenses together, and him calling plays. It's going to be dangerous. It's going to be dangerous to be on the other side of the ball. So, I mean, I'm going to line up where they tell me to, and I'm going to play football.
2: That's what we like to hear. That is what we like to hear. Um, any because we've we have had um, we've had Jeff Foreman on before from Arkansas State, and we've also had Donovan Jennings on from South Florida. We've always asked the question: Do you have um, is there any particular reason why you wear the number that you wear? You wear number four. Is there any Correct. particular reason why you picked four, or is it just
3: uh, not really? My my brother grew up wearing it. Uh, I wore it when I was younger um i wore five in high school um there's a little backstory to that but it's too long to explain it's not (laughs) nothing nothing too serious to where i need to tell you but um i wear i wore five in high school got to college um there was another freshman recruit that went into sac state at the same time as me and he got five um and i i ended up with 32 my first year so um a lot of the coaches like me in 32, but once you once you put a statement of a double digit 32 or 44, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Certain guys, you put in certain numbers, and it just looks right. Um, I didn't want to get put in that category of power back run through double digit. Don't get in front of this guy. I want number fours. He's an athlete. You don't. You don't really. Put a, put a single digit in a category because they just, they can do everything. So, um, growing up wearing the number, not nothing too serious. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks good on me, as far as I know, and it's just a number. Grew up in the family, so.
1: Well, it looks good when they're uh, gonna say everyone else is looking down the field, look, running into the end zone. So <laughs> you can't complain at that.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Throwing up a peace sign not Tyree kill Um. So we, we do have, or well, I'd have a friend who is an Arizona State fan. His name's Ricky, and I asked him if he'd like to ask you a question. So um, he sent me his question. So his question is, "Is there a running back you'd uh, you'd like to study to make your game better, and what can you bring to the uh, Sun Devils in 2023?"
3: Um. Does he mean like a professional back?
2: Probably. Uh, I I assume so. Yes.
3: Okay um I mean I wouldn't say because I don't see my game similar to many backs a lot of coaches will say that I'm similar to certain people but I mean I I play football the way I like to play football I can change how I play if I need to if it's a team that's going to plug the run I'm going to catch the ball if it's a team that's going to allow me to run through the middle I can if I can go outside I will so I don't really compare myself to a running back of course at the moment, a big another big reason I wore five in high school is Christian McCaffrey at Stanford. So he's been kind of an idol growing up watching him play. Um, my head coach at Sacramento State it, it wasn't he wasn't a running back, but Cooper Cup coached uh got coached by my head coach at Sacramento State over at Eastern Washington. He was a big role model as well, seeing him play and just the way he plays physical, fast, very twitchy can make people miss doesn't get tackled by the first guy that that's what makes you special so I mean I wouldn't say I have a favorite back but if I had to choose it'd probably be Kishan McCaffrey just the way he's so versatile and being able to do almost anything he breaks tackles he runs people over he catches the ball um that that would that would be the guy I'd probably say but I mean the biggest thing I think I would bring to Arizona State as an athlete is just the energy the physicality um if you the first week that i got here our team was not physical it was it was bad um coach Dillingham made a point saying we are not physical we're soft um we will we will become physical and when i first got here i noticed it guys weren't hitting nobody trying to play patty cake being good teammates trying to not hurt nobody but i mean you got to prepare for the games like when you go out to Play against USC or Utah or Stanford or anybody—they're going to be physical. They're going to hit you. So, me coming into the facility, being a physical runner, our linebackers toughened up, our D linemen toughened up, our O linemen see the physicality that I bring. They want to be more physical. So, the biggest thing is the physicality is a, is a huge part of of who I am with what I bring to a team. Every team I've been on is physical. Sacramento State became very physical. Um, When I was younger, our team was super physical. We weren't the biggest team. We played against guys that were twice as big as us, but we were more physical than them, and we we whooped on them. So that's a big part of my game is bringing that energy and that physicality to a team. Well, well,
2: there you go, Ricky. Thank you very much for that one. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, it's good. Like I say, it's good to hear the refreshingness that how you're so open about like how much progress your team has made. I mean, how you said it, your team wasn't very physical, and now you've set you've brought the physicality. Coach dellingham has brought it onto the whole squad from the top down. Um, looking at 2023 and the and the schedule, what game stands out to you the most?
3: I wouldn't say any every team can beat each other. Um, there's, there's all this hype about Colorado. There's this quarterback at Utah. There's a quarterback and a coach at USC. There's a really good coach at U at UW there's good coaches everywhere in the pack. Everyone wants to play everyone. I mean, if you beat a team in the pack, you're really good. So, um, I think we're going to do pretty well this year. Uh, we're going to shock a lot of people. I really do think that, um, hopefully finish at the top of the pack. That's my plan. That's my goal. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm not a big cloud chaser people. You know, if you ask this to a normal athlete, um, they're going to say, Oh, I want to play Deion Sanders at Colo- Deion Sanders at Colorado. I I don't care. I don't, I don't care that he's the coach there. He's, he's just another coach to me. Um, of course he's a legend. People look up to him. I looked up to him, but I mean, now I'm in the same conference as him. I can't, sit here and say oh i can't wait to play dion no i can't wait to play every game honestly there's 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 great everywhere so
1: at the yeah, end of the day a... what matters is getting the w that doesn't matter who it's against it could be it doesn't matter as long as you get the w that's all that's all that should be on the mind it shouldn't be it, sh- it should be week after one week after the other that's going to be sort of the the, the benchmark
3: so to speak
2: yeah exactly i think it was summed up by someone else it was nameless gray faces um that are in front of you and you just gotta beat them all don't care who you are so but yeah i mean the last game of the season obviously it's against state it's the in-state rivals for the territorial cup it's going to be an interesting game to watch especially with what's happened at both programs obviously last year it was the loss for arizona state um a bit of a tumultuous time for the sun devils also a tumultuous time for the wildcats but yeah it's just going to be really interesting and really fun to watch both you and the sun devils play it sounds like it's going to be a really fun year for the pack 12 and it sounds like you're going to shock the world
3: I've never been a part of the the territorial Cup so I'm excited I, even now I'm excited to see what it's all about. I mean I heard it's one of the big rivals in college football so I'm I'm super excited two really good football teams from and they're only two hours apart so I I want to see the hype I'm just like you guys I want to see I want to see what it brings. I've never been a part of it. I've never really paid attention to it so hopefully it's pretty cool
1: it's funny I've never seen either so I'll be
2: tuning in this year do you know what we can have a group watch. we can have a watch along Matt me and you yeah man we'll do that we'll have a watch along um so we to finish um you on the NFL show we have two podcasts we have the NFL show we have the college show Hmm. on the NFL show we've got uh one of our hosts called Tom and he's done 10 questions and in his infinite creativity he called them Tom's 10 questions so we're gonna nick them, so it's in either or. Um, so we'll so we'll start with Coca Pepsi.
3: Um, Pepsi. My best friend growing up. Right, my best friend. My best friend growing up. All he drank was Pepsi. No, nothing else. So every time I went over to his house, if I talked about another soda, I got yelled you know, that for it. So. I got in the habit of drinking Pepsi a lot. So if I had a choice of soda between those two for sure, definitely Pepsi. I
2: was gonna say I'm I'm a big Dr. Pepper drinker, unfortunately.
1: So uh... I'm, I'm Pepsi Max all the way through. Oh.
3: Yeah, see I, I I also I love I love me some Dr. Pepper. So if it's pretty close between Dr. Pepper and Pepsi. I probably still would take Pepsi, but Dr. Pepper's pretty high on my charts.
1: The problem is um that Dr. Pepper over here and Dr. Pepper in America aren't the same. Dr. Pepper over here tastes like absolute shite.
0: What whereas over Dr. Here? Pepper in
1: America tastes so much better. <laughs>
2: oh, I thought it was the other way. I I thought the Dr. Pepper Zero the no sugar one here tasted uh, the the no sugar one in America tasted exactly like the sugar one here. And I thought well, I was like, yeah, that's good. And I was like, I'll taste the sugar one. I was like, it tastes like I'm drinking sugar cubes. It honestly tasted so bad. That's why I was like, oh, I'll drink old Pepsi. I'll just have Pepsi over in America. So it was like...
1: To be honest, the last time I went, I ended up drinking Zoa 99% of the time. So I don't even think I touched an energy drink. (laughs) Uh, Well, I didn't think I touched anything other than an energy drink when I went over.
2: What is your favourite Arizona State uniform?
3: I like the tan. I I'm a big fan on that that the light brown tan uniform. I really like that one, um and also the all whites. All whites got to be a, probably on top of my list. That's I awesome. will say though, the burgundy did look good on me, so <laughs> I think I'm going to go with burgundy for now. It's the only one I put on, Ooh. so let's go with the burgundy. All
2: right. Well, the the question here is Jordan or LeBron, but because you don't really, you're more of a baseball fan. Mike Trout or Shohei Ohtani.
3: Ohtani. I love Mike Trout, but Ohtani's a stud. Brilliant. He's proven himself. I mean, look what he's done on both sides of the ball. He he's he doesn't stand in the outfield and wait for a pot fly. Mike Trout does it well, but he's constantly putting on a show on the mound, whatever whatever the hell he's doing he's putting on a show so i
2: was gonna say just the final out of the World baseball classic was something just those yeah i I
3: didn't i didn't we were pretty busy here so i didn't get to watch too much of the baseball classic i'm not a huge mlb guy but um i have a couple my cousin plays college baseball um plays junior college baseball so i'm not huge in the mlb but i know a little bit about it but i will say i'm taking lebron over michael jordan oh
2: oh okay uh favorite cartoon as a kid growing up what was your favorite,
3: favorite cartoon? cartoon i grew up with sisters so i didn't get to watch what i wanted to watch all the time <laughs> uh, oh. i will say i also didn't watch kid tv shows
2: that's okay that's...
3: i grew up on older people's shows so my favorite kid show though was probably Anything on Nickelodeon?
2: Oh, oh. well, well, we'll open. What's your favorite TV
3: show <sighs> right now? Ah, uh, Family Guy.
1: Yeah, now we're talking.
3: <laughs> family uh, Guy is probably number worries, one.
1: Which worries me as a six-year-old kid watching Family Guy. Most that's a dangerous game to play.
3: <laughs> Out here, I mean, not many people care. That like I didn't think anything of what we think about tv shows south park all this stuff when you're a kid you don't understand so watching that stuff is just like watching tv you don't you don't really know what's going on until you get older
1: see that's the thing in the uk all them stuff is like 11 12 o'clock whereas like i'll sit here now and i watch like american tv sometimes and it's like the time differences it's like I don't know, i'm at south park so i at like seven o'clock in the morning it's like that in that is literally unspoken for in England. It just never happens. Whereas obviously over in America, everyone's so much more chilled.
3: Yeah, no, I I actually like South Park, uh, but I I've never gotten into it. I've never I've never been like a sit down and watch South Park kind of guy. It's uh, just McDonald's for me. I, I, yeah, it's it has it's just not it's just I think it's a little too much for me. I think <laughs> some of it's overboard and but I mean it's. People love it, so
2: I mean, I, I, I would I say can't. I would
3: say Family Guy was top number one for me when growing up. I
2: was gonna say I I can't say as I've ever watched an episode of Fam- ever South Park. Sorry, I've I've had it
1: on all afternoon while I've been doing work, but it's like it, it's always just repeated and stuff, so I just don't pay attention to it anymore.
2: Uh, Batman or Superman?
3: Oh, <laughs> this is a hard one. <laughs> see can i choose someone else
2: go on because
3: iron Man's the best superhero ever but
2: okay yeah yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. he can do anything yeah
1: that's true.
2: i was gonna say literally anything when it came to endgame he was gone.
3: but let's go batman superman i'm gonna go uh i gotta go superman i, I mean he's so, yeah. he's just he can do everything
2: <laughs> every other uh, Jeff Foreman and Donovan Jennings both said Superman. So I think that's because uh, I, th- I think Man of Steel's done something like that whole series.
3: I think. Yeah, so, I, I will say that Batman movies, I think, are a little better than the Superman movies. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, but I think Superman would top Batman if they had to interact.
2: Uh, favorite NFL running back?
3: Um, I mean, Christian McCaffrey was a mentor. I wouldn't say he's my favorite. But...
2: And this this can be old time if you really want. to.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is a hard question because there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, my favorite, just because people have have kind of put me towards this direction, is probably Mike Oslo. Just how physical he was is really... He's really uh I think he's he's one that matches the physicality I bring. So I would say he's probably pretty high. He's probably number one if I had to choose. I wouldn't say he's the best running back, but he's one of my favorites.
2: I was gonna say it. Tom would be Tom's a Bucks fan. He'd he'd be very pleased with that answer. Love <laughs> to the A training Um oh do I ask this as it's typed from what? Kendrick Lamar or Jay-Z? The original question was Kendrick Lamar or Kanye West, but um, yeah, we'll we'll go with uh, Kendrick Lamar or Jay-Z.
3: I'm not really into either. I don't listen to those two musics. Those are bad choices for me. But I will say Kendrick Lamar. If I I had to choose between the two Kendrick Lamar, I've heard his songs. Jay-Z's not really my type. Kendrick Lamar. What are you into? I listen to everything, almost everything. Um, there's certain stuff I won't listen to. I don't listen to very much Kanye, Jay-Z. Those two guys are... Kendrick Lamar. I used to listen to in the past. Don't really listen to him anymore. Um, but, I mean, I listen to every good American rapper, country artist, R&B. I mean, my favorite artist is probably Rod Wave at the moment. Rod Wave and Morgan Wallen. You guys know Okay, those?
1: then okay, then. Morgan Wallen or Luke Combs. Combs? Coombs.
3: Okay, right now I'm taking Luke Combs. Luke Combs only because <laughs> only only because he's done it for so long. Morgan Wallen will be one of the greatest country See, rappers I've just, of all
1: got, time. I've just gotten the Morgan Wallin hype, so I'm like,
3: that's so more Morgan Wallen is still becoming good. He's he's really really good, but I'm yeah. saying he's becoming what he's going to be. So you can't. I mean, people are going to say Morgan Wallen because he's so good right now.
1: I think it's the freshness in it. I mean,
3: the new. I mean, he's, the new, he's, album he's,
1: was
3: new. Just real. he's he's new, and that's what people like is new stuff. Yeah. So Luke Combs is probably on top of him at the moment, but when when Morgan Wallen's his career is all said and done, he's going to be one of the great. He'll he'll definitely
0: pop Luke Combs.
1: Which, I, I mean, again, I, I've only just started listening to the sort of that kind of music. So for me, it was Morgan Wallen that kind of put me into it, and then I've just led on to sort of Luke Combs. So for me, obviously, I've got to go Morgan Wallin, But I, I, again, I can I can see. I mean, whenever anyone thinks a country, especially in the UK, it's always Luke Luke Combs.
3: Yeah, Morgan Wallen will be on top for, for sure by the end of his, even in the next 10 years. As he grows, he's just going to be become one of the greats.
2: Okay. I have no idea what's just happened because I have no idea who those two people are, but I'm glad yeah. you had a very good conversation about that. Yeah. I need to get myself educated on whoever those two are. I will listen are. to I'm any sorry, music but...
1: possible. So, like, music, music is just everything style.
2: I mean, music. Some some songs out there are just something else. But like, yeah, I I I, I will educate myself. I just don't know <laughs> who they are. I'm sorry. Literally, I will I will. I'll be honest.
1: If you if you scroll through Instagram, you will see Morgan Wallen pretty much everywhere. It's pretty much every on every single TikTok. You name it. At this moment in time.
3: I mean, I don't yeah, have he's he's more. pretty big at the moment. If you a lot of country music is is Morgan Wallen right now, especially like the the reels and everything. So yeah,
2: oh. yeah that's exactly it. I'll educate myself then. Uh Which NFL quarterback would you like to mo, would you most like to catch touchdown from? Please say my friends.
3: please. Sorry? Tom Brady.
2: Uh I mean, the Tom's. face,
3: the face yeah. from. Really, I mean, he, he's the greatest of all time. You can't. I know he. What he do for you?
1: maybe He <laughs> is. Well, <of> no. <laughs> technically, technically, the reason I'm a Patriots fan is. You because yeah, he is everything. But it was actually Robert Gronkowski that got me into the Patriots. Okay, I, but I mean, he's done. Six. Trust me. I've had the chance to see him live I, th- that guy is hes not human like trust me everything just everything about him like just uh, obviously before I got into NFL like I didn't know who he was and stuff like that so you look at the backstory. the guy's just
3: incredible so I mean he's the greatest I, ever do it. I don't think there will ever be a quarterback better than him no I agree people try to put Patrick Mahomes in the talk, combo and talk but he's just not the same quarterback
1: no not even close. And and it's the thing is like they were two complete, like two completely different types of quarterbacks. I mean, you look at what he did in Super Bowl 51, like I can't see anyone else doing it.
2: No, do I that
3: mean one, it's just hard. He's done he did it for 20 years. He was great for 20 years.
1: Yes. Now, now we're talking my language, bro. Now we're
3: talking
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> say,
2: yeah the, so the longevity of him, the, the man was... It's, it's incredible. Amazing. Especially it's incredible, to win the title in year 20 as well. Or in year nine, yeah As a Patriots fan as well,
1: I'm starting to think it was more... It wasn't really 50-50. I'm thinking it was more on making everyone around him better than Bill. But then again, that could be because of... Like you say, we're all about coaches sort of the the game's evolving, whereas I don't think Bill really is.
3: So, as Tom, as Tom won more Super Bowls for that team, he was the decision maker in the entire I, building.
1: I agree, and that's the thing. At this moment in time, I think it's it's really clear to see that Tom is the guy that he elevates everyone on the pitch, and yeah, you can game plan for him and stuff, but you have to execute at the end of the day. And I mean, the guy executed like nobody else
3: yep cats or dogs dogs yeah, yeah. cats mm-hmm. cats aren't okay cats are cool in america but dogs is where it's at people like cats out here but 90 percent of americans probably have a dog over a cat
2: oh, yeah i was gonna say it's very rare to see a cat in a house which i actually i didn't see a cat once while i was in america i saw a dog on a fly that was quite cool but Like, it was just there on the seat. Like, in this country, you've got to have them, like, stored somewhere. And it was just cool to have it on the plane, just sat there in front of you. But final question, what is it you hate most about your rivals, the Arizona Wildcats, if you can?
1: The fact they are cats.
2: There you go.
3: so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry,
2: I...
3: Corny, you could say corny. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. cringe more than anything but yeah we'll go corny
3: it just wasn't funny <laughs> no no it I I just I don't know much about it yet so
2: that's why uh, I, I was gonna say I I if, if you wanted to yeah we can but, yeah I
3: don't know I don't know too much about them so I mean I gotta I actually have I know what they're running back on their teams good friends he's a cool guy but I mean I don't really I don't know anything much about them yeah. yet so
2: so uh oh, all right well, what's your favorite thing about Tempe then seeing as you've
0: uh
3: i mean i play football so <laughs> i've been i've been out i've been out with friends and i play football so i, I would just say the, the the facilities and being at being at the facilities and being around the guys and competing oh, okay. I was gonna, every day I was it's gonna, all sports.
2: I just could say te- like the local area of Tempe, not like just the campus. The
3: like, yeah. Like, I mean, I, this is, I assume the this weather's is really good every day. I mean, you're either you're either on campus or you're in a neighborhood, so yeah.
2: I I assume so, the weather's really good every day.
3: Yeah, the weather's. I mean, it gets hot, but I can deal with it. Um, but the biggest thing is because I can actually see the stadium from where I'm at. Oh, um, wow, that's pretty
1: cool.
3: Uh, the uh the biggest thing would probably just be the the coolness of this the campus because you don't have just school there's food there's hotels on the campus which most places don't have like we have a west a west a west end here on campus and it's like a five-star hotel and it's in the middle of our campus so and anybody can stay at it so That's it's actually really cool like in the in the big square of our campus there's a lot more than just the school now they, they've done a good job of making it like a college college area for us to have a good time
1: which again if you're on campus as well it helps because you've not got to worry about going out miles to go and get stuff whereas if every everything you need is sort of in that community,
3: yeah, basically everything. I mean, I got a Walmart a mile away. <laughs> you guys probably use kilometers, but I don't know what that equals up to. Dude, One I don't
1: even. But... I don't worry. Don't worry about
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got. A, I mean, I got a, a Walmart a few blocks away, and I got basically any food spot you can think of that the United States has, and then and all that stuff within within five minutes.
1: Give me Chipotle any day.
3: So Chipotle just got bought by Taco Bell. Oh really? They're going down. Oh downhill. no. They they're not as good. I would say they're still they're still Chipotle. They're still good, but, but it's getting to the point where it's going to start going downhill.
1: Oh no! Well, I don't believe that. That's that's disappointing because that was my number one spot when I go to America. It's just.
2: You want some food yeah let's go get it probably what's raising why um, like? say again what's raising canes like because i've not i'd never i've heard <coughs> like it's of both extremes of it's really really good and it's really really bad well i've heard take nothing a, in between
3: take so some people like their their meat like tough and chewy like you like to I'm like a, like a man's meat I guess you would yeah, say you want to is. bite into it you want to rip the meat off of it off each other cane is like a take a marshmallow and turn it into chicken you bite it it just falls apart in your mouth mm. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it tastes or textured like a marshmallow but like when you bite it it's good like it's, it's moisturized
2: trendy. yeah it's
3: not dry the the breading around it is super thin so it's not just like super crunchy it's i like it i'm a big fan of it i'm not I'm a huge longer. like when i when i go to a restaurant i don't think maybe one time in my entire life has i said have i said can i get chicken strips so when i go to canes that's all they have so i mean yeah. if i go there it's because i want chicken strips not because i want anything else
2: i mean we had we've only just got popeyes in the uk There's, like in nottingham we just we got
3: very, very um, similar
2: Everybody is saying that it's the best thing in like in Nottingham now in our city. It's the best thing, out because it is that good. And everybody's like, "Why didn't it come sooner?" We're like, "I don't know."
3: But what do you what do you guys have out there that I would know? Anything? Uh, anything? <laughs> KFC, <Five> McDonald's. How's the
2: McDonald's?
1: It's not good.
2: Alright, nice. No, it's it's we, not.
1: It's nowhere near as good.
2: We have pro- probably about ten percent of the UK of the US menu, and we probably have about fifty percent of the European menu. It is
1: well, my first doll. my first job was at my McDonald's, so I can say it's not great. I, mean, I love
2: now
1: Oh, I it's so good, sure. but like again, you go for medium, and it's like an extra large over here. It's just the levels aren't the same. Like that's the problem. Everything. I know he's probably going to give me 10 years off my life, but I'd rather enjoy the food, sort of food.
3: <laughs> I agree. I mean, I want to die
1: happy than die having a crap McDonald's.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we've, we've got Subway, we've got five guys. I, Slim chickens? I don't think that's. What's a,
3: what's, a, what's a big one that there's nowhere else? What do you guys eat that nobody else has? is there a is there a fast food chain out there that or not i wouldn't say fast food are you guys do you guys do a lot of fast food out there or no yeah greg's. yeah Gregs.
1: so greg's basically is you can walk in and get like a bacon sandwich and so so like a bacon cob or whatever and like a coffee and it's just yeah it's just that easy dead it's always decent it's quite cheap so what
2: was it uh, Greg's Steak Bake, who, um because there's a play, page on Facebook and they get Americans to try British delicacies and they try get like steak bakes, cheese bean melts, everything like that. It's absolutely hilarious.
1: And, um, there is a video that there is an American and it, she goes, I'm going to gr eggs, even though it's pronounced Greg's. I've <laughs> not, not seen that video
2: no nope. I, i'm more laughing at the fact that we're talking to <laughs> a, I know, but... a college running back <laughs> british fast food this is
1: <laughs> see again if you wanted real good chicken strips there is a bar in nottingham that do the most unreal chicken strips and it's called bunk and it is just elite.
3: Oh. Oh they God. are
1: absolutely
3: insane that's one thing i would say is as canes is elite out here people, people like if you like it it's your best chicken strip you've ever eaten um if you don't like it you don't like it it's just how it is but out of all the fast food, food like chains and everything out of the best fast foods out of all the fast foods out of here if they have chicken strips you're probably not ordering them from anywhere but Kanes. popeyes you kind of have to because they're all chicken but like a chicken strip unbone no bones or anything canes is probably the number one spot Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's
1: what we're talking about
2: we got jollybee as well but i think they may have that in certain places in america it's like well it's the west so the European. west
3: coast is super different from the east coast yeah like the west coast we don't have white castle if you guys know what that is
1: never been to a white castle but yeah no i, know I know, very popular like, in like new york and
3: stuff
1: in it but like we also have
3: things well, Sonic, Sonics have been kind of moving out of yeah the west the west coast at least. We only have a couple in California where I where I'm from. We only have a couple left that are still in business, but a lot of them have shut down. So
2: I was gonna say because like Sonic, is all the different like because it's Waterburger, In and Out, Shake Shack. what Water
3: Waterburger, Waterburger is more East Coast. Yeah, there's not there's one in Arizona but I've never seen him anywhere else other than the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
1: This is a mad conversation, by the way. I was going to say, this
2: is just <laughs> wild. I mean, yeah, well, uh, I think this is a good place to leave it. Um, I had one last question. Go on, go on, mate.
1: So, Cam, I... what motivates you the most?
3: But, I mean, I want to make it to the NFL. I want to make a lot of money. I mean, you can make a lot of money without working hard. So,
1: I mean, that is some solid, solid. That's a solid answer.
2: Inspiration there, but yeah, thank you so so much for coming on. I mean, this of course. This has been so. Sometimes it's just been so surreal. Just <laughs> like, oh yeah, we'll just talk about raising canes and Greg's, the the two polarities of uh, <laughs> UK and US fast food. But um uh if you want to plug your social medias if you would like to take the stage oh uh,
3: no you guys are good man you guys can tag me on whatever i'll repost it um if you guys oh, want to send me the oh. you guys want to send me the link to the video whatever you guys want um yeah, i'll send so it, out, we'll, post it out and everything so
2: we'll send it out on we'll send it out shortly um but yeah we can find cameron on a arizona state football field near you uh wreaking havoc to the pack 12 uh, and you'll find us on another podcast, myself and Matt, uh, coming soon. Cameron, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. Uh, we do really appreciate it. Of course. Um Matt, anything to close with?
1: No, I appreciate you having coming on, Cam. appreciate everything. Um, hopefully you go out there and smash it and we end up doing this next year and thinking about how many people are wanting to take you in the first round of the draft. Fingers crossed.
3: I hope so too <laughs> yeah go born, 30, just let 30, me know 30. i'm i'm go big 40. on answering i'm big on answering the phone so if you guys ever shoot me a text on the gram or we can get each other's numbers it's all good you guys no worries you guys use whatsapper yeah yeah i'll shoot
2: you both on them <laughs> what's but, that's yeah, probably go, the best
3: for me for the international calling I gonna, and stuff i was gonna say we got given a number
2: and it was like it was an American number and I was like, I don't want to call that because I know it's going to cost me at least 20 quid. Sure answer like phone call, but <laughs> yeah, go ball in 2023 Forks up all that jazz. We hope to see you again uh, sometime soon and we hope to hear um, from you soon.
3: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, you guys. Appreciate
2: it. You, you. And uh, thank, you for, thank you for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed it and have a good night.
3: You too. Have a good one. Yo, Appreciate it.